You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practice Show podcast. My name is Kirk Barron and I hope you show up continuously and get more and more value out of this show. I'm just so incredibly grateful for this profession and for you guys. So thanks for listening. And today we're going to show you one of the most important decision-making filters you'll ever use in your entire life. This show that you're going to listen to is one of my favorite of all time. So I have Heather Crockett on, who's one of our amazing coaches here at Act Dental, and she presents an idea that if you use it, I promise you, it'll make decision-making easier and it'll make your practice better and your life better over and over and over again. And you know why? Because I started using it many years ago and I'm promising you it works. So hope you guys check out this episode. I know you'll love it and we'll see you soon. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. This is going to be a cool one, a very cool one, extra special one, because I have one of our amazing coaches on, Heather Crockett. And today we're going to be talking about the ultimate decision-making filter. Now, I really want you to listen to this one, because if you've been paying attention, you've been following along at any level, you're going to see what we're big fans of and why this is so critical. But you as a dentist, you have to make critical decisions daily, monthly, weekly that impact your future. They impact your team. They impact your family. They impact your finances. They impact your patients. And sometimes it's just too much to think about. And today, if you listen, you're going to see, we're going to give you the ultimate secret on how to make better decisions. And it's going to be quick or quicker and easier, it's going to change your life. So Heather, thanks for being on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Kirk. I love coming on. Yeah, I love it too, because now I'm, I'm, I'm leaving everybody hanging. So if you're listening, you're like, just tell us what it is. No, I'm not going to tell you what it is because I got to build some value for it. And then when you see it or hear it, you're going to go, that is brilliant. So Heather, I always like to start here and, you know, find out a little bit about who our guest is. So you've been on many times. You hold me accountable to getting things done every single week. So who is the amazing Heather Crockett? Give us a little bio. 
Um, I feel like I share something a little different every time I come on, because if you heard the same thing, it'd be super boring. Um, but I've been in clinical dentistry for over 20 years. That's crazy to say. I don't feel like I'm not old. And I've been here with ACT as a coach. And I love improving doctors' lives and their practices. That's what we're all about, that better practice, better life. Absolutely. And you do this every day as one of the great coaches here. You also wear quite a few hats here. You're in marketing and a lot of the other things. And so we just appreciate you. And today, you know, as we were getting ready to hit the go button, you're like, okay, listen, you know, I've had these conversations with so many dentists. And one of the things that makes decisions make makes them easier or clearer is what? You reveal the secret. What is it? Your core values. Whoa. Now don't, if you're listening, don't hit the pause button because I'm telling you it's gold at the end of it. Now, bottom line, if you're watching, you're going to see, I got six medals. I was going to put them around my neck, but I look like Mark Spitz and they, they cling all the time. <laughs> now, I got this secret from a good friend of mine, Curtis Marshall. And, and he's like, man, bring your core values alive and create medals for him. So Heather did this project for us. It's a great thing you can do in your business is your core values. They are non-negotiable behaviors in your business. These are deeply ingrained things that make you tick. And when you really distill them down and bake them or let them bake for a year, you say to yourself, holy moly, that is what we are all about. Now, a couple of things I'm going to say before we get to the decision making. It's the single most important thing I've ever done in business ever, 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 ever. 25 years in of owning my own business. I wish I would have done this step one, but I knew it all because I didn't want to listen to anybody. And I was 27 and I knew it all and I figured it all out. Well, you got to go through some heartache before you have a great coach who comes into your office and goes, listen, we're going to start at the beginning. It's core values. So our six core values are results driven, walk the talk, we before me, all in attitude, give is greater than get and always be growing. And so these four core, these six, four, they started as four, they grew into six. The six core values that we hold near and dear at Act Dental are behaviors. They're not lofty like, oh, excellence is one. Yeah, we strive for excellence and everything. But these are steps we take every day. We hold ourselves accountable. We got to make them come alive. And I'm telling you guys, if you're listening, please listen to this. The more you lean into your core values, the more you call them out, the more you recognize them the more you reward, fire, hire around your core values. Crazy stuff goes away. I'm not kidding. You have less and less crazy stuff when you lean into your core values. And let me say this. You might be listening. We don't need core values. We just need to be growing our practice. No, you got crazy stuff going on in all your practice because there's got to be a common thread. Your favorite people that you'll ever work with, that you'll ever be with, that you'll ever really enjoy yourself as you're with them is that they care about the same things that you care about. The least favorite people you'll ever work with, ever be with, ever be around, they're not bad people. They just don't care about the same things that you care about. So assignment number one is figure out what the heck you care about and build a business, a team, a cause, a calling around these core values. True or false, Heather? Oh, a thousand percent true. And Kirk, I believe, I believe everything you're saying. I think I've heard you say all the words you just said three dozen times at least. And I never get sick of hearing them. <laughs> and every time you talk about core values, you inspire me 
to, you know, put them at that level to, to really make them as important as they are. Not only my own personal core values, but for my clients as well. I love it. And if you're listening, thinking, gosh, we are from the land of Oz. There's a bunch of unicorns running around here. No, we're not. This is why this is so important. Now, if you have a family, you have children at home, you have a spouse or significant other, you do this already. You know that the values that you hold in your household drive every decision. I have four children that are growing. Some of them are young adults. And for their entire lives, I've said, oh, not in this house. That is not what this family does. No one talks to mom that way. Are we clear? If you're going to do that, you're going to live somewhere else. Now that's kind of on the extreme side of things. And you as the head house of the headhold, head of the household, you have become the, the family CRO, chief repeating officer. You have repeated yourself 10 million times to the point where your kids are like, I've heard that so many times I could finish the sentence, you know? And so um, it's really important that in your home and in your business, you become the chief repeating officer. And if you make it all around the values, now we're going to tie all this together. So hang in here. So I'm going to give you the magic formulas today. Let, like if I was, if people were going to say, what's well, the three most important things you've ever learned in business? One of the number one would be uh, what I just said, like, you got to figure out your core values, build an entire brand, an entire team, hire, fire, reward, recognize people around these things. And here's a to do. You can create medals. Heather's wearing our core values, t-shirts, have them on mugs, have them on everything, call it out, everything. Number two is you need to put the right people in the right seats. Now I'm going to tell you how to do it. Just saying, you know, take notes on this, right people, right seat. It's this right. People do one thing. They fit your core values. Right seats are you've determined what seats make this practice work or this must work, and these people get results. The only reason you ever, ever hire people is for two reasons. They fit our core values and they get results. Not because they're nice people, not because they're your neighbor, not because they worked here before. Everyone in your business has to fit your core values and has to get results, period. It's all there is to it. And so you're also going to be presented challenges, your ability to overcome these challenges, make really good decisions about your business determines the health and success of it in the future. And Heather, you're bringing up the whole of how it all comes together is that all roads lead home to your core values. Mm -hmm. And tell us how this works as you're talking to dentists every day in our coaching program. Well, just recently, the last few weeks, I've had several client calls where client will bring uh, an issue to me as their coach and they'll say, help me with making this decision. And I always circle them back to their core values because not only are the core values these non-negotiable behaviors for the practice, they're also guiding principles. Mm -hmm. They're like that third person in the room helping us to make these hard decisions. And I can think of one story in particular I'm going to share. Uh, Jenny on our team, uh, she helps manage a perio practice in Denver. When the pandemic was looming, before the American Dental Association recommended that all offices close, they had a decision to make. Should we close? Should we stay open? What should we do? There's this pandemic and... Right, that's my dog. <laughs> she's so cute. But Don't she's driving me crazy. <laughs> um, she's getting really excited about core values. That's what's happening down there. <laughs> so 
So Jenny and their team, they decided to close because it, their core values helped them to make that decision. They closed prior to the American Dental Association saying that they should close yeah. um, because they felt that it was the right thing to do. Um, could they have made that decision any different or would it have been harder without their core values? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I want to, I want to bring this around because yes, we can make decisions around our core values and it makes it easier. But have you ever heard of the concept of decision fatigue? No, tell me like, it makes perfect sense. I have not heard people say de decision fatigue, but I, I, I get a sense of where we're going. So tell us what it is. <laughs> so decision fatigue, and I don't have all of the stats right in front of me. I actually saw it on a post from um, our friend Josie Sewell recently on social media, and she talked about how decision fatigue really wears us down as humans. And I agree 110%. We have thousands of decisions that we make every day as a human being. Now, practice owner adds another layer of complexity and decision making that we have to do just as the practice owner and, and the leader of the team members in the, there's so many things that can be very overwhelming. Right. Uh, this is why people will make their, their lunch plans the day before they'll set out their clothes the night before things that they, uh, want to make the decisions for, but they don't necessarily want to do them all in one day. So in order to make that easier, while it seems simple, even taking a couple of decisions off of your plate in one day, help you mentally. And so these core values, what I want to do is I want to wrap it all into this cute little present with a bow. <laughs> Our core values will also help to reduce that decision fatigue. Because when we're, when we're faced with a hard choice, if we automatically pull our core values into the conversation, it will make that decision much easier and quicker to make. I love it. I love it. And so decision fatigue, I, I'm actually going to be using that now here. Uh, so <laughs> you got to look it up. I encourage everyone to look it up. I'm going to check it out. Now here, here's the ultimate. I'm going to tell you what to do here today, because this is kind of fun. So try this for the next week after listening to this podcast, when you have a decision that comes at you, good, bad, and different, just say, what are our core values say? Who are we? You're going to do it at home. You're going to do it in your business. It is the ultimate question. What do our core values say? And I will tell you all, and I mean all, and I do mean all decisions lead home to the road to your core values. Like the pandemic hit, uh, I have 30 of these things. Like I, you guys know, I had a full out panic attack. We had, we had been on the road to the greatest career in the history of this company. And in one fell swoop, our clients were shut down, our revenues like crashed. And I was like, you know, all right, this is going to let. And then as I started to realize this is going to go on forever, it seemed like um, I was like, I don't do well with lack of predictability. But one thing I could do is like, our give has got to be greater than our get. And I had people all around me like, why are you doing this? Like you're giving everybody like the best education. Like these are lectures that charge $10,000 a day. And I'm like, well, first of all, my faith is pretty strong. So I'm like, I don't care. I think God's got a plan here. Number two is it's always give greater than get. We were meeting on weekends, Sundays. Like I don't advise that, but like these were different times. And so people are like, when are you going to stop giving away? And I'm like, never. Like, we're just going to keep going in that direction. Other things that you're going to find is that like we before me is really important. You're going to find that these, when you have bad decisions, like you're going to have some culture challenges. And since doing this, 
Like I only had two bad conversations. One of them, I said to a team member, our core values, one of our core values is we before me. This is not, it's basically, this is not about you. I pulled one team member aside. I said, listen, you cannot treat that person that way. I get it. We're all working hard, but this is a non-negotiable. Now I get it. If you don't want to work here, that's fine, but you can't, if you don't want to follow these core values, you got to work somewhere else. And so that conversation didn't go very well. And unfortunately, that person who's not a bad person, who's actually extremely talented, does not work here anymore because they do not believe in we before me. And so, and you've, you've done this a million times. You're like, listen, I don't need brilliant. I don't need perfect. I don't need talented. I mean, those are all nice to get, but I need, I'll take a group of, you know, 18 people that are committed to a set of values over the most talented human beings in the planet. Because Patrick Lencioni said this many times, when you can get a group of people committed to the same value system, you know, care about the same things, they can dominate any, any industry. And I found that to be absolutely true. And so um, it's really cool because at any point you can say, listen, what do our values say? And you can have this you know, conversation with the people around you. So give us another, what's another example? Anything come to mind as far as a big decision um, for you? And like, I'll tell you, you know, the education thing is big for us. Like, so do you want to go to G, you know, our team is all, we love education. So when we hire people, this is a fun thing you could say when you're hiring somebody, like always be growing is a core value. I'll say this like, hey, listen, this is a place where we're going to take courses. We're going to read books. We're going to like challenge ourselves to learn. If you're not into that, this is not going to work out for you at all, you know? And so when it comes to like, should we do this course? What do you guys want to do? Like we're CE junkies anyway. So it makes it easy to say, let's not work and let's educate ourselves. But I'll pause there because I, I can go on and on. Heather, any other thoughts you have like on big decisions when dentists are making them and how to use core values? Yes. I want to come back to what you said earlier. You had a team member who was not exhibiting the behaviors of a core value. Tell me and tell the audience what happens when you tolerate a team member that goes against one of your core values. Oh, this is a leading question. It is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I don't care anymore. I'm 52. I'm going to tell you guys the truth because I've lost a lot of stomach lining trying to make everybody happy. And so let me give you a little precursor to what Heather's before doing this, I used to be like trying to please everybody. So I'm, I'm a wuss, you know? So I'd, I'd be like, let me, I'll just talk to her. Don't worry. I got it. And then I go back to the other team member. When you tolerate someone who's has bad behavior in your business, Nothing kills a great team member than when you consistently tolerate a bad one. What will happen to you if you haven't had this happen already is a great team member will stop you in the hallway and go, I am done. Today is the day. And you go, what's today about? They're like, I'm done. I'm done. I can no longer do this. I absolutely refuse to be treated like that at the place I work. It's either me or her, you're going to have to choose. And that is a moment of truth. And then when you don't choose, what happens is you lose them both. And it's your fault. You didn't stand on a rock of values. Now, I'll tell you why, because I've done it. And now I can say, and I'll tell you, it's one of the hardest things I've ever had to done. 
to, to ever had to do, to do. So Heather, your question is this, like I was terrified. I actually, it was one of the most horrific conversations I ever thought about. And then I was just like, I would say a little prayer. Before. I'm just going to do it. Here we go. This is our core vow. And I just said it. It came out of my mouth in a fluent way. And it was amazing. Like how I felt afterwards, it was not well-received, but I also said, I didn't care. Now what was really cool. And I'll even go a further level of transparency here. I had two of my most important team members at the time say this, don't worry, we got your back. I'm like, well, easy for you to say, like, we got you. And I was like, and it, I'll tell you, it was very comforting to hear that. And it helped me through it because everybody's watching you. If you're a dentist listening to this, like everyone is watching you. You don't think yeah. they are, but they're watching. Oh, you. they are. <laughs> your children, even if they're three, are watching not what you say, but what you do. You can talk all you want about behaviors, but they're watching you like a hawk. And so are your team members. So your question is a great one. And that's how I used it to get myself out of the pain that I was in. Because when you consistently tolerate bad behavior, you know, it lowers the bar for everybody. You have to be the steward of the culture. You got to lean into it. And I'm telling you guys, like when you first hear this, you're going to go, oh, whatever, whatever, whatever. When you get older and you've owned a business for quite a while, you're like, dude, that's the most important thing you could ever teach ever, ever, ever. I've said this many times, but I wish I would have taken a huge seminar that was five days long when I started this business with the best business minds in the entire planet, Chick-fil-A, Southwest, whatever. And I wish first day I would have sat there and I would have sat there with my notepad and they would have spent the whole first day on core values. And I would have thought to myself at 27, what a waste of a day. Well, let's get to the money. Let's get to the marketing. Let's get to the flashiness. And they would all looked at me like, kid, you don't even know what you're talking about. You're missing the most important piece. So, you know, and I also would say this, don't beat yourself up. You know, the key here is keep learning. I don't care if you're 62 or 72 or 82, listen to this. Once you lean into these values and you get tough decisions that make you down your pipe pipeline, you can now look at your value system and go, okay, I got to make decisions around these values, you know, and how's that going to work? So, and I'll even say this, we were testing a brand new platform before this and new technology and Heather was our guinea pig to do it. And I'm like, Heather, it's not working. Like we, maybe we'll just test the technology and we'll just uh, try this podcast tomorrow, whatever. And she goes, do you want to not travel anymore? And I was like, yes, I don't want to travel anymore. And she's like, well, then we have to stay within our value, you know, value system. We got to get this podcast out today. Did you not say that? Well, that totally goes to our results-driven core right. value, right? Like that we need results for our company and for our clients. And by doing that and for our whole community, right? Our listeners of the podcast, in order to do that, we have to stay committed to what we said we're going to do. And I wasn't about to let a little technical hiccup get in the way of that. Now, that's an extremely, I, that might be one of the most favorite parts of this podcast is like, so teach your team members or team members you're listening. Don't try to tell a doctor what to do. Don't try to tell your, just ask them a question. Just say, what are our core values say? Or Kirk, I heard you say that you wanted to not travel as much, which Heather knows if we do 
what we're planning to do, the results happen and I don't have to travel all over the country, um, which, you know, I, I don't want to do. I, I miss people. Don't, don't hear that. I don't want to see you guys. <laughs> I miss people. I know, I just but, miss- but your family is so important to you. Absolutely. And, that, and that's part of our values, right? We, we have to practice what we preach. Our value of walk the talk. We need to live that too. Right. We say better practice, better life. Kirk, the same goes for you. If better life means that you're home more with your family so you can go to your son's football games, we as a team believe in that so whole, wholeheartedly, we're going to make that happen for you also. Oh, isn't she the best? <laughs> so, but you're saying exactly what's true. Uh, it's, it's just really, really important that your team members know it. And I'll also say this, nobody's going to screw up more than the leader. I make more mistakes than anybody here. And so your team members can hold you accountable to that. Nobody's perfect. You don't want a perfect situation, but you want to, you want, what's more important is you're making progress around six, you know, you don't need six of them too. Some practices we coach have three values, you know, core values. Some of them have four, some of them have five, whatever it is. At the end of the day, it's got to be something you're proud of. And it's something you can build a, a team on. And again, these decisions will come down the pipeline. And the cool part you can ask yourself is, what do my core values say or what do our core values say? Heather, I love this episode. It's one of my favorite. And so any last thoughts you have on decision-making or other questions when it comes to your core values? I would just say, first of all, establish your core values. Uh, If you need help with some of that, you can email me heather at actdental.com. I'd be more than happy to walk you through some of the main bullet points so that you can start thinking about what your core values truly are. Um, Then once you do, you have to communicate those to your team. And like you said, Kurt, keep them alive in the practice. Make sure that everybody is shouting each other out, that we're talking about them frequently so that we don't just uh, establish them and then put them in a drawer, tuck them away. Cause that won't serve the practice or anybody that's, um, working in the practice. Um, then when you have a decision and you're faced with the decision, which we know we're faced with many every day, especially the practice owner first go through your core values. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So put them on, you're going to see, keep tuning in the podcast. We're going to give you lots and lots of tips on how to bring your core values alive consistently, whether it be through medals, t-shirts, shout outs, call outs, all that kind of stuff. And uh, I'll leave you with one last thought is that when the why is clear, the how is easy. So this is the big piece. And that's why core values are so important is like, okay, why are we doing this? You know? And and again, like we run into situations where people are adding operators. Now I'm not, please don't hear that. I'm not a fan of growing. I love growing. Actually, one of our core values is always be growing, but I'm not going to be growing square footage. Like I want to be growing people, growing leaders, growing profits, growing our time away from the business, not square footage, you know? So like, uh, I'll always ask somebody like, why are you doing this? You're not even home as it is. I know, but I can make more money. And you always know that when you make a decision against your value system, it never works out well. It always doesn't sit well with you. You always feel a little icky. So we're not here to judge you. We're here to help you. I'll tell you what makes you sleep better is when you get right people, right seats, and you got a set of core values in place. And then you just enjoy going to work. And that's what we want for each and every one of you listening to the podcast. So Heather, thank you so much for being who you are and 
bring in great questions and great, you know, topics to the podcast. This is awesome. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thanks, Kirk. Anytime I get to talk about core values, I mean, they have, they hold a very special place in my heart. So thank you. Amen, sister. My pleasure. And we'll keep doing it. Uh, so thank you guys for tuning in to the best practice show podcast. And Hey, if you enjoyed today, please do us a favor, share this with your friends. And then also, can you do us a favor? If you're enjoying the podcast, go on there and give us a four or five star review, hopefully a five star review, because what it does is, is it helps us find other people like you. I love this profession so much that I want to keep helping you guys with great tips, techniques, stuff that you can use. Even if I never meet you and you're in the dental profession and you've listened to the podcast, I hope that you feel better about your practice and your life gets a little bit better. And that's what this show is all about. So until we see you guys next time or you hear from us next time, keep watching the best practices show. You guys enjoy the rest of your day. Bye everyone. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.